Weekly update time for the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council on Pioneer 90.1. Our special guest joins us by phone from the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. It's Sheila Smith. Sheila is the executive director for the Minnesota Citizens for the Arts based in the Twin Cities. And her organization, the Minnesota Citizens for the Arts, has a big report coming out called Creative Minnesota. Here's my conversation with Sheila Smith. Welcome to Pioneer 90.1, Sheila. If you would, give us the mission and history of the Minnesota Citizens for the Arts. Well, MCA has been around for 40 years. We are the oldest surviving statewide arts advocacy organization in the country. We organize the arts community and arts advocates to work at the legislature and in Congress to ensure that the arts are accessible to all Minnesotans. And the 40-year anniversary was just in November. The head of the National Endowment for the Arts came to Minnesota to help us celebrate. It was very exciting. We were the arts wing of the Legacy Amendment campaign uh, in 2008, helped pass the Legacy Amendment, um, which resulted in some dedicated funding for conservation and the arts and culture. Uh, You may recall it it created four funds, one for land, one for water, one for Mm -hmm. parks and trails, and one for arts and culture. In your role as executive director, what are your responsibilities, Sheila? Oh, all kinds of stuff. There's no two days alike. For the last (laughs) couple of months, I've traveled the state giving presentations about this new report that we've created called Creative Minnesota, doing it for uh, Rotary Clubs and JCs and the Kiwanis and city councils and uh, economic development, uh, the initiative funds. Uh, I have been all over the place, and it's been really fun. Give us an idea as to how nonprofit arts and culture organizations contribute to the state's economy and uh, the quality of life. Well, it was the results of this study were pretty amazing. It was the study was put together by uh, Minnesota Citizens for the Arts and a partnership of a whole bunch of the state's art supporting organizations from the McKnight Foundation, the State Arts Board. The regional arts councils, including the Northwest Regional Arts Council that covers your area, Jerome, Target, uh, all working together because we realized that there was really a void in information about the impact and the health of the nonprofit arts and culture sector in Minnesota. So we all banded together, created a committee, and then worked on it together for two years. Uh, and the results came out in February, and it was astonishing to learn that the nonprofit arts and culture sector contributes $1.2 billion to Minnesota's economy annually. We That's just, B as in boy, right? B as in boy. All and right. that is $350 million more than the last time we looked at it way back in 2006. Specifically for Northwest Minnesota, what's the impact up here? Well, that, that was astonishing, too. Over a million dollars in economic impact from the nonprofit arts and culture in, in the counties covered by the Northwest Regional Arts Council. Uh, Another interesting thing we found in Region 1 is that non-local attendees, that is people that don't live in these counties, to the arts and culture events in the region spend 60% more than local attendees, Mm. and that over 16% of your audiences are not local. So you have all these people coming into the counties to attend arts and culture events that are also spending money on other things. Stopping at the gas station, mm-hmm. grabbing a bite to eat at local restaurants, yep. um, buying stuff in local stores because they've come into town for the arts and culture events. So thinking about how to market your region in terms of its arts attractions, of which there are many, is a really great economic development strategy. And in fact, I would market things over into North Dakota and get those guys to come over here and spend money on our side of the board. I completely agree, Sheila. (laughs) That's a great idea. We're close enough, a wonderful idea. What my favorite factoid, actually, from this is that Minnesota has double 
the arts economy of with the state of Wisconsin. Mm. Even though Wisconsin has slightly more people than we do, mm-hmm. we have double the arts economy. We have ten and a half times the arts economy of Kansas, and we have twelve and a half times the arts economy of South Dakota. We are the bright, shining light for the arts and culture in the Midwest. Now, we talked about money, the financial impact. How about those involved in the process of promoting the arts and culture in the state? Well, in terms of jobs, there's over 33,000 people who make their living because of the nonprofit arts and culture sector in the state. So that's that's a lot of people. I mean, if you found out that it, there was a business was going to leave the state and we were going to lose 33,000 jobs, it would be a statewide crisis. And what's interesting about it is that these 33,000 jobs are connected to um, about 1,300 nonprofits. So each nonprofit hiring a few people, spread around the state, all over the place. You know, it's it's job by job, it's little bit by little bit, but it really adds up. We talked about the economic impact in the state of uh, the arts and culture. How about revenue generated for the state of Minnesota? Oh, that was astonishing, too. Over $100 million annually in state government revenues and just short of $27 million in local government revenues. So altogether, government revenue annually is over $127 million. We're talking a big impact in the state. Yes. Taxes paid on salaries. We're talking about government fees, uh, all the ways that governments make money from us in order to um, provide the services that the state and local governments provide. All these nonprofits are contributing in, it in dozens and dozens of ways to local government revenue. Now, we talk about value economically. Let's talk about value for those who are residents of the state of Minnesota. For what the Arts Council does in Minnesota, in northwest Minnesota, this effort that you have and the Arts Council has really brings to the forefront venues and activities and events that are uh, there because of efforts on your part and the work of Mara. Mara Hanel up in uh, Northwest Regional Arts Council has been doing a fantastic job for years in making the arts accessible in the region. The council covers the counties of Kitson, Marshall, Norman, Pennington, Polk, Red Lake. And Roseau, yes and they provide grants and services. So say you're a group of people that want to start an arts nonprofit, an art center, or a, or a theater group or something. They will provide training to help you figure out how to begin, how to create a nonprofit, um, good bookkeeping practices, and all those things you need to, you know, to get something together and not get in trouble, of course. Yeah. Um, and, and as a re- result of all this technical uh, assistance that they're giving to the organizations in the region, a real robust arts economy has grown up in the Northwest region. And I think a lot of the credit has to go to the Regional Arts Council and all of the board members that have served on on that board. You know, they have um, one person from each of the counties that they serve, serving Mm -hmm. on the board, making the decisions, and they just do a fantastic job. And there's 10 regions in the state of Minnesota for the arts. My guest again is Sheila Smith, Executive Director for the Minnesota Citizens for the Arts. How will the information be used and why? Well, you know, all of the organizations that participated in uh, funding and managing the project, they're interested in good data so that they can make good policy decisions to decide where to invest money. You know, where's Minnesota doing well? Where could we do better? And the data helps us answer those questions. We're also using the information in our conversations with legislators and members of Congress about why they should support access to the arts for all Minnesotans. In the olden days, if you were a king, you could buy all the fancy art you wanted in your castle and never show it to anywhere else. What makes art accessible to everyone is a philosophy that this is part of our common heritage. It's part of who we are as Minnesotans, and all Minnesotans should have access to the arts. It shouldn't just be for rich people. 
Now, you'll be in northwest Minnesota in early May. When will that be and where and what's the purpose of your visit, Sheila? Yeah, I'll be doing a presentation on this report and not just the statewide numbers, but also the numbers for the region on May 4th at Engelstead Arena at the Northwest Minnesota Arts Exhibit. That's at Thief River Falls. The uh, presentation starts at 5 p.m. and it's free and open to the public. So you get a chance to come in and see over 150 pieces of great art from the region an impressive display of local talent, I have to say, uh, and then hear about this report and about the economic impact of the arts in the region. And also they're going to be giving out some awards to the local artists who are exhibiting in that exhibit. All right. Again, Sheila in Thief River at the Ralph Engelstead Arena. Again, that's May 4th at 5.15 p.m. Well, Sheila, do you have a link for folks to uh, check out and uh, discover more about this report and more about the Minnesota Citizens for the Arts? Yeah, we have a new website just to for this data, you can download everything for free. It's at creativemn.org. Very easy, creativemn.org. And Minnesota Citizens for the Arts has a much longer website, but you, there's a link to us there on that website, too. All right, very good. Thank you, Sheila. Sheila Smith, Executive Director for the Minnesota Citizens for the Arts in the Twin Cities. And to contact the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council, their phone number in Warren, Minnesota is area code 218-745-9111-745-9111. Their website at northwestminnesotaartscouncil.org. Our update from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council every Tuesday just after 3 on Independent Public Radio, Pioneer 90.1.